Scar Barbecue Podcast. My name is Ben Wentz. I'll be your sidekick here. I'm your producer of uh, education. Uh, you're, you're listening to the, the educational podcast for, for charming, attractive people. Scar Barbecue. And, uh, you know, let's get into things by introducing your host. Uh, he, he looks like one of the Weasley siblings, but if they were a school shooter, it's Aaron Scarborough. Hey. Yeah, you look like Ron Weasley's brother if he was going to shoot up Hogwarts. How, how do you feel about that? Well, uh, who, who said that? So that's from Lynn Navratil. Lynn, Lynn you were on Lynn's podcast recently. Yeah. Well, good deal. So I, he paid so you I back. Look like a Weasley. You look like a Weasley, but specifically one who's gonna kind of like Avada Kedavra, uh-huh. you know. And then uh, that that uh, crazy congresswoman would like deny that it actually happened. Uh, Which crazy congresswoman? Because well, I yeah, have a couple, couple favorites now. right now. Uh, I'm blanking her name. Marjorie Taylor Greene or yeah. something like that. M- MTG. 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 Uh, yeah, she would deny the whole thing. Like, why are, why is it that the crazy Congress see, people like are always the hottest? Tattoo. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That She's is hot. a weird... I Lauren did. Boebert's hot. Lauren Boebert is, like, weirdly hot, and I don't like it. Dude, Palin, Sarah Palin, she could get it. Uh, oh, my gosh. Michelle Bachman. Yeah. Hot. Hot. <clears throat> They're all hot. Yeah. All the... <laughs> we got to evaluate that at some point in time, that, like, the only Republican women in, in Congress are... Are attractive. There's, Dude, yeah. There's there's an essay to be written. Yeah, I and I know that like AOC is objectively, you know, formally beautiful. Yes. But because she's not spewing Q drops and stuff, I don't, you know, I'm not into it. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, get that. Yeah, you know, uh, speaking of school shootings, uh, uh-huh. go with me on this one because I don't think it's as much of a reach as, as you might think. Uh, right. I don't mean to date this podcast, but this is the week we're learning officially that Marilyn Manson is a very toxic, horrible abuser. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah. back in the 90s, a lot of people blamed him for Columbine and school shootings in general. Yeah. And I just have to say, you know, obviously, my heart goes to two of his victims. Uh, you know, uh, screw that guy. Uh, but there is a little bit to me in a dark way, some comedy. Uh-huh. Was could, there, could you think of a more predictably scummy guy than Marilyn Manson? Yeah. I mean, like... Uh, like, he spent his whole career being like, I'm not a creep. I just dress like a creep and act like a creep right. and talk like a creep. But, like... Here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of, like, uh, you know, I, no one listens to Marilyn Manson because they think he's a good role model, I don't think. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I, at the end of the day, no matter what you do, yeah. uh, uh, a hit is a hit. Yeah, see, that's like, actually yeah, fight a great... Songs, fight songs a banger. A hit is yeah. a hit. Uh, I, I think that's the name of a Sopranos episode as well. Ooh, have you ever, Sopr- Sopranos? You, you still have never. I just, you're not I a, actually just recently, re- well, I binged the entire Sopranos. Oh, okay. Mind. It's incredible. So you know yeah. how good it is. Oh, yeah. yeah I know I, about the Gabagool. Uh, I, th- I think about Sopranos like every yeah. day. Sopranos is like objectively better than Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But no, I just but, think it's funny like th- that he proved all those 90s Christian moms right. You know? Right. Like, like well, there's in, like some really smug. Karen's right now going. The like, way that uh, you know cancel culture and and everything works now is that because we found out that he's an abuser, um, then you know I, I could see it's not a big reach. Like oh yeah, Columbine was his fault. You know now we're gonna like yeah. reverse engineer that, Columbine yeah. as being his fault. Yeah, him abusing people in you know years after Columbine. That yeah, so it was so it was his fault is the big reveal from this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's the plot twist. 
Well, that's that's just kind of how things work. Yeah. You like everyone. Everyone has like an opinion about people, and it's a very just primal. Like, are they good or are they bad? And if you think that they're bad, then everything they've ever been accused of, you're likely to buy into. Sure. It. That's so, how it works. Yeah. So I kind of call that like I call that ex girlfriend syndrome, where mm-hmm. like w- if you have a bad relationship and you're like talking about how bad it was suddenly yeah. you throw in like every single thing so like you're mad because she cheated on you right. or he you know your significant other cheated on you you know uh that's the reason you're mad yeah that's the reason that the relationship was bad but then suddenly you're like yeah and one time she wouldn't decide where she wanted to go for brunch so then mm. i picked a spot and she right. didn't like it she was mad at me the whole time it's like yeah. well that didn't have anything to do with her cheating on you. Right. Uh, but you lumped it in, you know? And I yeah. do think we do that where, like, yeah, we're like, okay, Marilyn Manson's a toxic abuser and right. Columbine's his fault. Yeah. And I'm going to go out here and say that, like, I don't think that you can exclusively blame Columbine right. on him. It's more I think, you Dylan know, Keebled and... Uh, <laughs> see, I personally think I now that we've, we've, uh, we've had these revelations of him being abusive in his uh, personal life... I think that it's safe to say that he did 9-11 and COVID and, um, you know, everything everything bad that has happened. And Marjorie Taylor Greene would say none of those things. Right, right. Well, yeah. She's more of a – I've looked into her, you know, recently, and she – she is like a every conspiracy that you can think of. She's had a hand in. Bigfoot, you know? Loch Ness monster, yeah. CrossFit, yeah. Um, <laughs> CrossFit. Seriously, she's you know, like a CrossFit. I don't want to be like a sunny side up kind of. You know, I, I am kind of an optimist. I, I try mm-hmm. not to be about you know dark things, but I will say that like. I think objectively, a great thing about COVID is uh, fewer school shootings by a wide margin. Right. Wide margin. Yeah. Um, that was so like. All along, we've been like, how do we fix this epidemic of school shootings in, in the America? Global pandemic is the right. solution. So we've solved the problem, which I think, like, that's great. I think... It is neat. I think we could take a second <clears throat> pat ourselves on the back for that. Right. Um, I, I I thought that the only way out of the, you know, the predicament that we were in with constant school shootings was to arm every student. Um, You've been on record with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of carnage and destruction, mm-hmm. uh, you said that today you wanted to talk about um, kaiju's. Well, basically, you you said you saw the trailer for Godzilla versus King Kong, right? And I you wanted to talk about big monsters, and then yeah, I kind of um actually you and said I believe you mean kaiju's, right? You right. Talk about kaiju's. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, for those of you who aren't aware, you should be aware. The movie event of the season is mm-hmm. coming to HBO Max, right? Uh, and and also movie theaters, which is a, a confusing move that they're doing. All of their movies in the next year are going to be on HBO Max and in movie theaters. Yeah, both. It's odd. Which is going to be tough for movie theaters. Support movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Support local movie. If you're in Kansas City, support Screenland. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, let's talk about let's talk about kaiju's. Let's talk about Godzilla kaijus. versus King Kong. Let's talk about what are your overall views on kaiju's. Um, they, they seem like they, they're acting crazy, you know, they're, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, uh, uh, there's an unpredictable element to them. Right, right. Um, they don't seem to have good control of their emotions. Uh, and I, I gotta be honest, I've only watched Pacific Rim. That's like the only kind, I've never watched any of the Godzillas. Although an ex one time, an ex-girlfriend 
who had a baby. Um, her baby, who I think was like six at the time, uh, I had my Amazon Prime okay. uh, on this lady's TV. and So you guys were getting pretty serious. That means nothing. Oh. Um, you know, the you fact play that, fast and loose with your passwords. Well, you know, it, I just, if I'm over at some, uh, somebody's house and, uh, you know, we have to choose between using their Prime login that has, you know, Tubi or whatever, or <laughs> mine, which is literally everything. I spare no expense whenever uh, I'm trying to watch stuff. I, I have a collection of movies that I've bought on Amazon Prime. It's like the, the thing I'm most proud of in my life. Like, my why for, you know, why I do what I do is pretty much to just have all the subscriptions that I could ever want. Okay. Um, but, uh, no, one time I had an ex, like, her son bought Godzilla 2014 on my Prime. Hey, did you watch it? After, No. I still haven't watched it, but he, uh, yeah, he did that without my permission, um, and it was actually after the relationship had come and gone. So, got it. Um, I thought for a minute there that you were going to say that her son was named Godzuki, which no. is Godzilla's son. Um, but that's not where that story ended up, though. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, so I'm really excited for King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm -hmm. I think that um, it's a movie of the times. You know, uh, we've 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 got a lot of like. Uh, big biblical, you know, plagues and, and global uh -huh. warming. And, and I think we kind of feel like as if these big unpredictable monsters are like stomping around and, you know. Right. So I just, I'm just curious uh, who in the fight between Godzilla and King Kong, who are you backing? Like who's, who, who's, whose side are you on? Who, who, who in this versus? Whose side? You know? um, I don't know. Here's what I hope doesn't happen. Oh. Uh, I hope that it's not like a Batman versus Superman thing where – because if, if I directed the Batman versus Superman thing, I 100% uh, one of them kills the other one because that would be unexpected. Release the Scarby yeah. cut. I, what I'm afraid is going to happen with this Godzilla King Kong thing is that they're going to unite – King Kong's going to figure out that his mom has the same name as Godzilla's mom <laughs> and – that's going to be the reason why he doesn't kill him or whatever. Martha. Um, also, I think it would be, for the record, I want to go on record and say it, it, it's high time that we have a non-binary King Kong. Thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah, uh, as well as Godzilla. Godzilla, why can't it be Goddess Zoa? Right, and where do these, I, I'm curious, do you know where, because I know in it Pacific It makes Rim, sense that all of these kaijus are cis-het white men yeah, just it's messed up. Yeah, just stomping around, making a mess for everybody else. King Kong, just his junk, just hanging out. Yeah, to um, the wind. It's perverse. Yeah, where do kaiju's even come from? Because I know in Pacific Rim they come from a different dimension, which yeah. is a cool twist. It's a nice uh, twist. Where does like Godzilla yeah. come from? So usually, if if you uh, check out like Godzilla King of Monsters, for example, uh, they come from like deep within the Earth. Uh -huh. They're the old gods. You know, okay. So like, um, I like I know you're kind of straining to start a cult. Uh -huh. Maybe uh, a, a good move for a lot of cults is to tend to like take an established religion and kind of kind of drift behind it. You know, uh -huh. like Jim Jones did that with Methodism. Yeah. Um, yeah. and and so if you, a religion to consider is is this pantheon of kaiju's, which you know, um, 
you got to be careful when you say kaiju that you're not hitting the, the right. second half too hard. Because every now and then I'm like, kaijus. And kaijus. Then I feel like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. Uh, but <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that, you know, like, there's Rodan, there's Mothra, there's Ghidorah. And, and they all kind of have their own roles. And uh, I don't know. I think that they're supposed to kill everything to help restore the climate. I think it's like the religion. Oh, that's the yeah. – uh, to restore the climate. So if like, okay. they destroy the earth, it'll rebuild because right. of radiation. Well, as long as it's woke. Um, but that's the thing, though. I think they're all, for the most part – Mothra, I think, maybe is non-binary. But everybody else, they're just cis-hat white men. Right. Well, not like humans, but like Ghidorah is three heads, and I they all I think read as male, and you know I don't mean to assume their gender, but right it would appear that way, uh, and I just think you know again like Godzilla, King Kong, you know what what are we doing? What kind of message are you know I've got two daughters, I've got a five year old and an eighteen mm-hmm. month old. What kind of message are we sending to our children with these kaiju's? You know where that is a good point. Why, like where <clears throat> I, I want a boss bitch, you know like like why can't yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fuming over it. But I am excited. I will say that uh, as, as, a, as a fan of, uh, of the franchise, I, I am going to go just slightly Godzilla over uh-huh. King Kong, which feels like a little bit of a traitor as a mammal. Right. But uh, I, I just think that, like, Godzilla has a Gemini energy to me, and, uh-huh. and I'm a Gemini, and I, I think that there's something there. I just vibe. I don't know. Like, right. when he, like, shoots his radiation breath up at the sky – that kind of reminds me of like when I'm really buzzing with like performer energy. I kind of feel like I've got that. So right. I'm not actually literally radioactive, uh, but much like the Imagine Dragons song, I am kind of metaphorically oh radioactive. Um, <clears throat> I it's funny because you know more about kaiju's and care more than I've ever cared about anything. Um, when it, so. <laughs> There's when you have insomnia and general anxiety disorder and you can't sleep, the best thing in the world is just Wikipedia. You just right. go on there and then you learn all sorts of things, and it, there's no you know there's no filter. So you're getting the uncut pure truth, and uh, you know every now and then I go down a kaiju hole. <laughs> a kaiju hole. A kaiju hole. Um, Which again, it sounds anti-Semitic if you say it wrong. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go down a kaiju hole and just kind of find myself in there. I'm like, yeah, man. Wh- like, when did Rodan show up? Like, yeah. Like, what? What's Mothra's deal? Let me ask you this because uh, I'm not, I'm not really, like I said, I'm not into kaiju's really, um, but I am into Lord of the Rings. What, what happens if a kaiju uh, faces off with a Balrog? Yeah, I. Just the size differential. I know the Balrog is mighty, but... And made of stone. And made of stone, but the kaijus just have such a huge size advantage. I think you're kind of, like, asking yourself there, like, is, like, a lightweight fighter versus, like, a super heavyweight (laughs) fighter? You know, like... um, I don't know. I'm not great at exchange rates, uh, but I'd say probably it takes, like, five or six Balrogs. Five to six Balrogs? To take your average kaiju. Does a, does a kaiju, like, breathe fire Yeah, all the time? so most of them are radioactive. Yeah. And so they have, like, uh, it's essentially fire, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, like, uncut radioactive energy. Sort of like if you could channel an atomic bomb. Right. Well, yeah, just imagine if the kaiju became a symbol for feminism, you know? Yeah. See, what I would like to see... I'd like to see an all-female team of mech pilots uh-huh. make like a giant mecha 
and have that mecha fight the kaiju and you know have have it be like a very femme mecha right uh, you know and 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 have it be this like literal visual symbol that's what i hope the sequel like whoever wins uh-huh. whoever wins between godzilla and king kong you know um i do believe I do believe we will kind of that will be sort of a metaphor for like the post COVID world. I think right. the timing is right. You know, like vaccines are going up, numbers are going down, uh, and at the same time, we're going to find out between King Kong and Godzilla who wins. And so, I do think that will be a measuring stick of like of the of the post COVID era. And, and uh-huh. so, to follow that up with uh, a fem mech fighting a the winner of that, I think um, I think it'd be a really powerful statement. And I would just say, you know, what the time is up. It's like the future is female. <laughs> it's I can see the poster. It's just like, like this mech. It's just mecha that like late stage capitalism feminism, like a, that cash grab feminism. A, like. Yeah, it's just this giant <laughs> mecha that is uh, a sex worker with <laughs> with with a non a non-binary sex worker with with blue hair, and it just says "Times Up" on the poster. Um, I, that's a movie that I want. Uh, I'd like yeah. to see that. Uh, before we wrap, uh, you know, again, we've already dated this with the Marilyn Manson, so let's just double down on, on dating it. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have any predictions for the Super Bowl? Do I have Chief, a prediction Chiefs for in the, the Super Bowl? Here, when, yeah, when you hear this, uh, when you hear this, they will have already played. So uh, oh, this is shoot. you're going to tell on yourself here. Like yeah. what, what you're calling it. And as soon as people hear this, they'll be like, he was right or he was wrong. So right. you, this is like you're on it here. So. Um, well, my prediction is that it starts at 5.30 on Sunday. Okay, bold. Uh, dude, I know so little about football. Like, I, I'm, I'm always stuck between a rock and a hard place because I don't want to be a fraud and pretend like I know. Right, But I also right. don't want to poop the party. I read the room. I know that in Kansas City, like, everyone cares uh, and I don't want to be how, one of those the like, screw show? sports guys. Do you, do you think Daft Punk's going to show up to the halftime show? Is there a rumor that Daft Punk? Well, yeah, because so they're really good friends <clears throat> with The Weeknd, and The yeah. Weeknd's the headliner. Yeah, I know that Weeknd, yeah, I know so that d- that's happening. That's my prediction. My prediction is that it's not sports related at all. Dude, one. My prediction is that Daft Punk crashed the halftime show. Dude, my, my friend Joe and I, he's another comic for, for those of you listening. We always have these discussions about the most hilarious artists to be on the Super Bowl uh, halftime. And like, so we'll just be driving. Uh, and and we we do this thing where we're like Super Bowl Fifty Five. Are you ready for Tegan and Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for the Lumineers? I, yes, yeah. <laughs> I do feel like the weekend is up there though. Like yeah. he, he like I love the weekend. It's like all like really sad synthy dance stuff. It's, so like, yeah, it's beautiful music. But it's like it's bummer music. It is, yeah. Like it's it, like like if you had like Drake, but you told him he can't play any of his bangers. Like right, like it's right. like you can only play your slow sad songs. Yeah, it's like acoustic Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a weird pick. Drake and James Taylor. Sweet. So that's your pick is that Tegan and Sarah will play the Super Halftime <laughs> Show. Uh, Who's no, gonna win? I, Chiefs, Chiefs or Buccaneers? You call it. Oh man, I, I gotta gotta go with Chiefs. Hey, oh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Yeah. You, if not, people like on Wednesday right now are like, you know, uh, he was wrong. He was right. Wrong. It's a bummer. Well, Either great. Way. Well, um, so I mean, I think we learned a lot about kaiju's. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. I think uh, you know, this podcast is educational first. Mm-hmm. I hope I kind of enlightened some people. Right. Um, I think what the real takeaway is that you know Marilyn Manson was 
I think, involuntarily involved in the Columbine massacre. And 9-11. And 9-11. And Pizzagate. And Pizzagate. And that the future is female. Right. All right. Toodles. Glory, glory, hallelujah.